and welcome to Inclusion Europe Radio. Ambitions. Right. Belonging. Welcome to this episode of Inclusion Europe Radio. Today I'm here with Melanie and we're going to talk about her experience living with a disability as well as her work as a self-advocate. Hello. We're so happy to have you here. Oh, I'm so happy to talk with you. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking time to do this. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself a little bit? Tell us a bit about you. Yeah, uh, my name is Melanie. I am 26 years old and I um, came from Austria. Great. Can you tell us about your disability? Yes, I um, have paralysis and I need a wheelchair. And But I have my own flat since a year. And I had a job at the temple. So I think I really live a normal life. <laughs> That's lovely to hear. And I, I really look forward to talking a little bit more about your experience with uh, living alone and having a job. Uh, but before we get into that, um, you said you live in uh, Austria. Would you say that it's a place that accommodates people with disabilities? Yeah, I think I think so. That's really good to hear. So it's easy in your daily life with your wheelchair? Yeah, more, sometimes not so easy, but most times it's really easy. Well, that's wonderful because, you know, in different mm -hmm. countries, I, I hear that people have difficulties. Yes. So um, you are on social media, right? Yes. And you use it as a self-advocate. Yes, yes, that's right. Which are your favorite platforms to use? I use Instagram and Facebook. I think both are a good way to reach different people because uh, everybody uh, uses social media. Also, uh, young people use social media and I think every one of us is using Facebook or Instagram or both. Uh, and it's also a nice hobby. And I think I'm really lucky. I don't really have negative reactions. So it's great. That's so good because I, I did want to touch upon that. Uh, being on social media can be very, very difficult sometimes, right? Yes, yes, yes. I think um, social media is a great way to reach people. So, and, and sometimes it's, you must see um, not everyone or everything that you see on social media is real. Sometimes things are fake and that is a thing that we just keep in our mind when we use social media. That's very important. You said you don't really get a lot of negative reactions. That is so good to hear. Yes, I'm really happy about that. I suppose then that the reaction is supportive and positive. Do you get mostly uh, younger or older people? Yes, it's more younger people, but sometimes are the older people that say it's so incredible what you do and you live your life because I've, um, I use social media to show people how is uh, life with a disability. And what's your favorite type of content to make for social media? Um, I really like to make makeup content and uh, fashion content but also lifestyle content and to show what is life with disability and how do I live with that? Mm -hmm. That's that's really good. I think we need to get this message out to kind of uh, yeah. erase the stigma. Yes, 
And that's uh, my uh, message to show it's just a normal thing and people are people if you had a disability or not. Uh, what would you say is the biggest difficulty that you experience in your social everyday life because of your disability? People. The other people who have no disability, sometimes they are afraid because they don't know other people with disability and they have no experience with that and that's sometimes really difficult. Uh, do you get negative reactions at all in public? Or not really. Or some people are staring at me and that's sometimes negative, I think. But are um, not so if they said negative things to me. It's more than just uh, staring. <laughs> if I do something normal, like go shopping or something like that. Yeah, you don't want to just have people staring at you when you're just at the grocery store. That would be weird. Yes, <laughs> because I'm no animal in the zoo. <laughs> exactly. Uh, plus, I don't think that it's that unusual to see people in wheelchairs anymore. That they they do go out. It's normal, right? Yes, that's my um, my mind. But uh, I also see that uh, other people here and didn't think that's not normal and I think that is not right for this time right now. Now to touch upon your professional life because you did mention it a little bit earlier you you have a job can you tell us what exactly it is that you do? Yes um, I am our expert for accessibility and also an influencer and uh, I joined a tempo after school Two years I did different trainings to prepare for the job market and I give presentations and workshops and work with social media. That's lovely. But for the people that don't know what a tempo is and what they do, can you introduce it a bit? Uh, a tempo is a company for people with disability and we are here to show people with disability a way in the first job market and show what job could be great for you. So I assume that you've seen people come in and then find jobs and, and be successful in life. Yes, yes, yes. And that's our message. And also we work with easy to read. It helps everybody. <laughs> everybody, really. What's your favorite part of your job? Um, meeting different people. And um, yes, it's great, uh, the positive, responsible when I make workshops or presentations then there are people came and said it's lovely to have you here to hear your presentation to make with you the workshop and it's also different it's not every time the same was it difficult for you to find a job first of all yes I was afraid I would not find the right one for me because of my disability and my wheelchair but I had a lot of support and I still work at a tempo and I'm so grateful and happy for that. Nice. How long have you been there? Ten, since 2010. Okay, so it's been a while. Yes. <laughs> but I'm still happy and grateful for this chance. And uh, tell me about uh, what 
has changed after you got this job? Yes, uh, I really changed uh, myself because I was really shy when I was came here to a temple and now I work for self-education and with social media. Uh, now I have my own flat since a year. Since seven years I have my own car and uh, my life is so much more independent. That's perfect. Um, before you got the job, you had support from your family and everything that you did? Yes, from my family and from my friends, but all these people you, you really love in your life. <laughs> my family is always there for me and also my friends always there for me and it's great to have these people. That is a very beautiful thing to have this support system. How important would you say it is in general for people with disabilities to have this sort of support from family and friends? It's so important to have this support because when you don't have this support, you had uh, problems in the normal world because not everybody is uh, nice to you if you had a disability. In my school time, I had really um, much mobbing and this is a thing you don't can't handle without support from family and friends. That is a very important topic to discuss and I wanted to touch upon that just a little bit uh, about the difficulties that you faced in uh, your education in school, not just when it comes to the structure, for example, of the building, if it was accommodating for you or also the people and the way that they treated you. Um, it was not really easy because I have not really much friends and also the teachers were not really nice because or uh, they don't want me because i have a disability and they said um, you have to learn nobody wants uh, people with a disability and you can not really do something good in your life because of that disability wait your, your teachers said that Yes, my teacher said that. How How is that allowed? How is that person not fired immediately? <laughs> I don't know. That's such a horrible thing to say. And I, I'm so sorry. I can't believe that this, this is something that people say. Yes, I knew everybody said when I tell about that. <laughs> well, yeah, because it's, it's crazy. We don't live in the 1500s. You're perfectly able to do everything that you want because there's equipment that can help you. Yes, yes. And uh, what about the other kids? Was it hard to make friends? Yes, re really, really hard because our, the other kids said you had a disability, so we want no friendship with you because you are not normal. You are not like us. Uh, I know that you, you can't really blame the kids because this is a learned behavior from home a lot of the time. Um, but what I think is interesting is that we grow up and we're always told that we, you should be yourself and you should be unique. But then we try so hard to fit in and be like everybody else because otherwise we're not accepted. It's so wrong. Yeah, that's right. I'm really sorry that you had difficulty making friends, but I hope that if you did make some that they were real and they were there for you. Yes, yes. Now I have uh, not so many friends, but I um, know I have the real ones. And that's more important than just to have big one.
Yes, I think it's better to have uh, a few friends that are actually there for you and they're good. Yeah. Yeah, you can count yes. on them. So uh, I'm glad to know that you had a, a strong circle because that means that you got through the difficult times in school. Yes, yes, that's right. Um, yeah, that's also a part of my job that I came to these difficult times. Mm-hmm. Do you think that through the work that you do on social media, uh, through everything that you do as a self-advocate in general, do you think that younger people who see this are going to change the way that they treat people with disabilities? I hope, I hope. Uh, it's my um, message to the people to change that. And I hope it, it, it changes a little thing. Mm-hmm because uh, every little step in the right direction is important, I think. Definitely. Uh, do you have contact with the younger people with disabilities who are now in school? Um, not really. Sometimes uh, it came about social media, but um, it's more people in my age. But that's so good because people with disabilities in any age need uh, support. Yes. And I think it's uh, not important in which age you have. It's just important to stay close to another and are here for another. Um, so your um, work, for example, on, on social media, is it in uh, German or in English? It is in German, but when somebody came to my page or sent me a message in English, I also can answer in English. Great. And you can talk just about what you experience in um, Austria, which is relevant for other people like you in Austria or in other, maybe in Germany. I don't know if you get people from Germany as well. Yes, it, I also have people from Germany as well. And um, we talk what they do, what I do, what is different to our countries. What is the, the biggest thing that you think is different between uh, life with disability in Austria and in Germany? Um, I think in Germany there are, it's a little bit normal, so I think that is so. I don't, I don't know if this is right, but when I am in Germany for vacation or something, uh, I think there are less people who staring at me like in Austria. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> That's interesting to observe that in different countries. Have you traveled around in other countries too? Yes, I was in England, uh, in Wales, I was in Finland, in Helsinki, I was in Italy, in Rome, and in in England, barrier-free is great, uh, or in Finland, every um, coffee shop or um, mall or something like that is barrier-free and there's no problem to move with your wheelchair. I said when Finland was not so cold country in the winter, I would move on there. Really? Yeah, but in the winter it's too cold for me. Isn't that what they say, that the northern countries like uh, Finland and Sweden are so good in so many things and then it's cold? Yeah, really, really good. I was so surprised when I was there. That's so good. Uh, I think it's so beautiful that they include everybody in their society. Yes, yes, and that's the thing you can really see when you are on the streets or 
or just in town for a walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, and which country that you've been to was the most difficult to navigate? Hmm, that's a really good question. I think Italy was um, not so wheelchair friendly, <laughs> but um, the people also nice people and also um, here to help and so for or for everything is a solution there i think i think that is um the best way to see it definitely so would you like to travel more after covid of course oh yes oh yes i really miss it to travel because i am uh i am i love to travel i love to see other countries and and i love to be on the beach I like that too. Um, well, what's good about Austria is that it's in a very central spot and you can move around easily. Yes, uh, we are not a big country, we are a small country, uh, but I think you can small drive around easily. Do you travel for work as well? Yes, yes. Uh, my journey to Italy and Finland and England were um travels for work nice uh so what do you do there is it seminars or uh we have there other people who work in companies for people with disability and we have visit them and they have visit us nice that's so cool uh, it's a it's a collaboration in a way yes yes okay great so uh when it comes to people who are looking for a job. They are looking for a service just like a tempo offers. Yes. Um, what would you like to say to them? Like, what is the number one thing? Look what you can do good and believe in what you can do. Don't never give up. Be brave and um, say you can do it. And don't believe if anyone say you can do it not because my teachers say every time to me you can do it not and now i have a great job and work with social media and can inspire other people and that is so beautiful and uh my last question for now what would you say is a message that you want to give to people with a disability who would like to be self-advocates like you okay um uh never give up that's rule number one i think uh, the more people who stand up for self-education edu- the better it is self-education is a topic that must never be forgotten so i think that's that's the greatest message i can give out to the world and to people who have disability that is a beautiful message and i think you're such a great inspiration thank you so much <laughs> no really um i i do think so because uh you went through so much to have people tell you that they don't believe in you is so soul crushing um you know usually we grow up with people around us especially family mostly but also teachers telling us you can do what you want to do you can believe in yourself and follow your dreams but if you have someone saying nobody wants to work with you, you're not going to do anything. That is such a horrible thing. And to overcome that and to make something better out of it, it's so inspiring. Oh, thank you so much. 
I'm sure that those teachers are ashamed of themselves now. I think so. <laughs> Or I hope so. <laughs> Definitely. You, you prove them wrong in the best way possible. Oh, thank you. So I hope you keep going. And uh, I'm sure that anybody who is listening to us can, uh, if they want, can find you on uh, social media. And they can, they can look at what you do and find inspiration if they need any. Yes, um, um, I would be happy if everybody would visit me on social media and send me a message. Thank you so much for doing us the honor of being on our podcast for our very second episode. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for tuning in for this episode of Inclusion Europe Radio. You can follow Melanie on Instagram at justagirl underscore on wheels so you can keep up with her story and make sure you follow Inclusion Europe Radio so you don't miss any of our future episodes. Ambitions. Right. Belonging.